0: Welcome to the new audio podcast with Thomas Jelmy. Take off now and boost your efficiency in leadership, teamwork and customer contact. Today's topic is leading in the digital age. When speaking about digitalization in the workplace, I often notice that there is no common understanding about what we are really talking about. Mostly digital working processes and content are intended where we speak about digitalization. Some understand automation and increased speed in the workplace. Others speak about mobile or flexible or even paperless working formats. And others, again, think about social media in the first place or industry 4.0, big data, robotics or artificial intelligence. For most people, working in the digital age is experienced as more flexible and more variable and provides opportunities for more autonomy. At the same time, there's also often a dilemma that people talk about when it comes to digitalization, especially uh, regarding job security or changes. Um, A term that is often heard when it comes to digitalization in uh, organizations is the so-called digital level of maturity. And some studies have shown that organizations with a high level of digital maturity are on average about 26% more profitable than organizations with a lower uh, digital level of maturity. The digital level of maturity, by the way, is defined by things such as having a clear digital vision or investing in the development of digital skills uh, in the workforce. So for many organizations, when it comes to digitalization, adapting the business model, the processes, and the infrastructure is already a big, big hurdle. In the end of the day, what really counts, are engaged and empowered and enabled employees, an enabled workforce that carries the digital strategy and that moves it forward. By this, the leaders in the organization are automatically in the focus as a pivot for change. So, when we speak about digitalization in the workplace and leading in a digital age, we have to look at much more than just the technological change. A recent meta study that analyzed over 30 studies that were carried out in, uh, between 2012 and 2016, 16, looked at the relevant competencies And skills that are needed for leaders in the digital age. In the ranking, we find competencies such as technical skills, of course, um, ability to change, creativity, innovation, uh, media competence, transparency, etc. And in place one, or position one and position two, so the top-ranked competencies for leaders in the digital age, we find two things that do not have anything to do with uh, the technological aspect of digitalization. Number one is communication skills, the ability to truly, truly connect. And true communication between human beings goes far beyond the exchange of information or the the exchange of data. And in the second position, we find humanity. Humanity which describes uh, and includes employees' needs for recognition, appreciation, feedback about their performance, and a level of minimum respect in leadership, and collaboration. So true authentic contact and the ability to truly connect with others is absolutely crucial, and even more crucial in the digital age than it was before. And I see so many leaders and so many people in the workplace who communicate in terms of exchanging data and information, but only few really truly connect with others. And so if humanity is a key to success in the digital age, then paradoxically, we will not win the digital race by mastering technology, but instead by being human. So what kind of a competence mix does that mean for a leader in the digital age. There are four main areas of competence that need to be developed. Number one, of course, is the technical competence, the technical skills. A leader needs to know uh, what the heart of the business is all about in order to be able to um, appreciate and assess performance. On the other hand of course because digitalization is also very much about technological change the so-called digital literacy needs to be well developed in such a way that leaders do not are not only able to follow the technological development but to actually drive technological change proactively drive it and be role models for the employees in the organization. And then there are two other main areas of competence that need to be well-developed. One of them is relationship competence or interpersonal skills, and the other one is self-competence or personal skills. Because wherever people want to be successful together, want to achieve goals, and create something like in leadership, in teamwork or in customer interaction, the ability to connect, build relationships and maintain them even under difficult conditions is absolutely key. So relationship competence, interpersonal competence is an absolute key success factor. In order to develop this competence, we need to first develop a strong self-competence or personal competence. Because just like in nature, where there is nothing that doesn't grow from the inside out, we need to first go authentically inwards before we can go authentically outwards and connect with others. So in this regard, it is very important to understand basic human needs that drive our behavior that drive our decision-making that drive our perception and my friend Andy Habermacher together with two other colleagues has developed a very very uh, easy to understand model that describes the five fundamental human needs based on brain science the model is called scope, S C O A P, and stands for the five fundamental human needs. S, the first one stands for self-esteem. We all have this strong need to feel valued, to feel acknowledged, appreciated, to have this feeling, this sensation of self worth. The second, C, stands for Control. Our need to be able to control a situation, at least to some extent, to be able to influence a decision or the preparation of a decision, or to influence anything that has to do with our own future in the workplace or in general. O stands for orientation. We need clarity. We want clarity regarding the next steps. What does this mean for me? How will I be affected by the announced change, etc., etc. The opposite is not knowing, uncertainty. And this is one of the most difficult things for us to bear as human beings. A stands for attachment. This strong need for bonding that begins with birth, where we immediately have this strong need for connection with our mother, with our family later, and even at an adult age, we have this strong need to be part of a group, part of a team, part of a, an organization of something bigger. And we could say we are hardwired, our brain is hardwired to connect and last but not least, P for pleasure. We have a need for pleasure. We seek pleasure in everything we do, especially in the workplace where we spend so much time. And uh, yeah, if we as leaders can ensure that we ourselves have a, an eye on these fundamental needs and that they are covered for ourselves so we can be balanced and in a good connection and in touch with ourselves, then we can also, and we should, very much in our leadership ensure that the needs of our employees and our teams are met. We all have them in different uh, mixes, so for some, self-esteem is more important than others, and for others, orientation or attachment may be more important, but we all have them. And it's important to know them and to make sure that they are covered in our work as leaders. So employees are at the heart of success. The workforce is at the heart of the business. And I will quote two big names uh, when it comes to this employee Focus. The first uh, one is Kazuo Inomori, the founder of uh, Kyochera, who is now in his 80s. And he simply says, if you want eggs, take care of the hen, which I think is quite strong as, a, as an image. Or Richard Branson, the founder of the Virgin Group. Customers do not come first. Employees come first. Take care of your employees, and they will take care of your customers, which sounds so logic. But still, in organizations, I often see a strong customer focus that is uh, aimed at or aimed for uh, without including the fact that or without considering the fact that only engaged and loyal employees can really lead to engaged and loyal customers. So, in a nutshell, the technological change is only one aspect of digitalization in the workplace. Crucial for success is the engagement of the workforce their ability and their willingness to drive the digital strategy of the organization. The leaders in the organization play a crucial role in all of this because they are the pivot for change. Humanity based on a well-developed self and relationship competence is a crucial success factor And therefore, when it comes to leadership development, the development of personality has to have utmost priority. My wish for you is that this impulse will help you increase your personal effectiveness. Yours, Thomas Jell.